That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? magazine when they first show when we first see ben affleck unmasked in the bat suit and then people were doing all these collages and comparisons to like comic book batman next to affleck batman both unmasked in the suit and it was just like spot fucking on so people are very excited about that i have to admit that he he is the most bruce wayne-esque actor we've ever had isn't he yeah i mean if if you go based off of looks alone right i mean there's nobody else right now or has that's come before that looks as accurate as him ben affleck as under the cowl man it's it's a thing of beauty man guys there are so many comparison shots online already we haven't even seen the movie yet and there are already so many comparison shots of uh, of shot of Affleck from the movie versus a shot from the animated series or from the comics, you know, uh, his face, you know, unmasked uh, compared to Bruce Wayne in the cartoon or the comics. And so many, it looks like they've captured exact scenes yeah, uh, from the comics and from the, from the animated and just done it exactly with Affleck. My yeah. approach to this movie when, when I see it, is uh, I need to watch it where <clears throat> I'm watching him and I need to for- I need to forget that he's Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? I need to forget everything I know about Ben Affleck and just view him as Batman in this movie. I think it'll be the best for me because when you look at him, if you look at him and you didn't, you know, you never heard of Ben Affleck before, say, and you look at him in the movie and he stills, and you're just like, fuck, that's fucking Batman, you know? Okay, I dude. I think uh, if if the movies are as well received as it seems like they're going to be by the time we get this movie out and then three solo Batman movies. I think it's really going to change most people's perception of Ben Affleck. Cause over the time of these movies, this is going to be what a decade of him being Batman. Yeah. And uh, it's going to get to the point where you do, you will see him not as Ben Affleck. You'll see him as Batman. A shitload of merch that's been announced as well, hasn't there, like in the past, well, 24 hours even. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you've, uh, Robin, you've gotten a bunch of stuff in, right? Yeah, a, a lot of the shirts are going crazy now, starting to come in. Uh, the, Some nice that, shirts. Uh, uh, that, f- for as much flack as that new logo got, all the people that were saying, oh, it, it looks like a fat bat. When I posted the picture of that shirt, there were around a hundred comments, people asking where to get the shirt. That's a nice shirt, boy. Let me tell you, you go on Robin D. Cross, his Instagram account, you see that bat, that Don't Adjust His Bat symbol shirt he got, man. The, no screen, the screening on it they did, it looked, the texture looks real. It looks yeah. like it's some kind of sewn-in fabric. It's so... Yeah, you know, I... I People asked if it was silk screened or if it was something embroidered on the shirt because yeah. it uh, it looks like it could be. But let me tell you, man, I, I tell you what, 
just to give credit, Bat Force Tom had a bat, an actual bat flex shirt, the bat symbol, the old school bat symbol that said bat flex on it, like way back, almost close like, to when they first announced Ben Affleck was being Batman. So, if anything, man, once he put, if you you know, once he pulls it off, we could always say Bat Force Tom was a supporter since day one. I think I wore that. When was he first announced? Comic Con 2014, I think. No, no, he was. I might have worn it to two Comic Cons already. And uh, the biggest response I got was when they had the um, uh, when the first teaser had leaked, and then Snyder was like, "All right, you know what? We're gonna make this an event because for everybody who goes out and reserves, a, you know, they had this whole thing where the tra- the teaser leaked, and you know, Snyder wasn't happy. So in order to like uh, reward fans, he had this thing where you go and you you sign up to get a ticket and uh, you show up to the theater." And you get to see the tra- the teaser. It's, it's a 30-second teaser. You get to go see a teaser. Maybe it was a minute teaser. And uh, so everyone knew it was going to be something cool that was going to happen. But no one knew what until you showed up. And you showed up. And I remember I was wearing that shirt. And I was standing in line. And every, like, just people were walking up and down. Where'd you get that shirt? Oh, my God. That shirt's badass. And it's funny because up until that moment, I remember it was still kind of like half and half. People were still hating on Ben Affleck. And others were kind of embracing them, but it was definitely split down the middle. Mm. There, it was no like, there. It wasn't like there was an overwhelming like embrace yet. But I, th- I think you even had Christian Bale come up to you and ask you where you got that shirt. Where'd you get that <laughs> shirt? <laughs> Batman doesn't wear we, t-shirts. We are done professionally. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think that was the first. That was the first time when. I felt like, wow, people really are excited to see, like, you know, not just me, but a group of a group of people are excited to go see Batman or Ben Affleck as Batman. And, um, but yeah, that was that was probably the first time I saw the tide kind of turning. And then after that, after more images started coming out, regardless of what people thought of, like the plot or regardless of what people thought about other aspects of the movie, overwhelmingly, everyone's like, OK, I'm not sure about Batman versus Superman, but God damn it. Ben Affleck looks amazing. Yeah, I remember when they first announced Affleck, I was like, oh, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, what, really? And uh, yeah, I, then I was like, well, but it is what it is. So, you know, let's hope for the best and, you know, hope he'll pull it off. And I think it first start. I first started to warm up to the, to the idea, like really actually warm up to it is when that trailer came out, when you first see him come out of the rubble in the regular suit. And I was yeah. like, all right. <laughs> okay. That, okay. <laughs> Marvel's yeah, in trouble. I, I was, uh, when they announced it, I remember being furious for maybe an hour. <laughs> Dude, some and people then I started, lost it. I, I started thinking about it. No, you know what? And I think, I think I was angry because it wasn't what I had expected. Because he wasn't one of the rumored names, you know. There, there were these rumors that oh, th- these are the people that that they're considering, and I had made my choice of who I wanted. And- <laughs> Josh Brolin was who I was like, fuck, that would be amazing if it was Josh Brolin. Because you know they had already talked about they wanted to be an older Batman, they wanted to be more Batman, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. And I remember thinking, damn, Josh Brolin, fuck yeah, he would totally make sense, and he looks like Bruce Wayne. And so I remember thinking, like, oh, it's got to be Josh Bowen. Who else do you remember that was in the running? Because I don't even remember. Uh, before before the talk of an older Batman came up, uh, I kept seeing 
uh, Wes Bentley, I think was his name, uh, thrown around a lot. And I liked that idea because he looked a lot like a comic book Bruce Wayne. Right. We um we had this discussion a while ago, but even I think maybe even before Bad Force Radio started, when uh I had an I had a feeling that Ben went after this role and used some influence to get it because I think Tom said it the best. He was like, you know, okay, we're gonna cast for Donna Justice Batman versus Superman, who most people probably wouldn't say Ben Affleck. That's not something that would strike a lot of people's minds as for, at first when you think of Batman. But we think that's that might have been the way it played out, and it's starting to look like it was the way it should have played out for sure. So, what other stills do we have from that uh, Empire magazine? I think uh, a lot of them are. You want to talk about parts. that um, Omega? That's, yeah, that's, the big that's thing. my favorite one. Yeah. So, the biggest one. Well, aside from the the, I think the two that got the most reaction was number one, the um, unmasked Ben Affleck Batman, and the second is the speculation on what the hell that scene means from. Uh, where it's, you know, the Nightmare Batman, and he's standing on what looks like kind of like a cliff, and down below in, like, a valley is an Omega symbol that's been, like, burned or charred into, like, you know, the Earth, and there's just, like, destruction, like, all around the other areas. So it just like a, looks like a post-apocalyptic scene, and for anybody that knows what the Omega symbol stands for, um, essentially it's kind of dark side symbol. And um, so basically with that symbol... If in the trailers and the teasers where you saw what appeared to be parademons flying around right. and people were like, are those parademons or are those like military dudes with like with with wings? It's pretty much saying, nope, those are parademons. And now the thing is like, how the hell is this going to fit into this movie where you can kind of see people even more worried about fuck like it's getting it's getting even bigger. It's getting even crazier. Um, but for me, man, I just see a rabbit hole and I'm just jumping right in. Just head first, dude. I just I don't care. Just take me wherever you think this is going. The whole nightmare sequence is that it's that, and it's Superman like dictating the world, taking over, and there's like these Superman soldiers everywhere. That's like yeah. Batman's nightmare. So yeah. I guess it's part nightmare and part maybe prophecy or something. Well, yeah, I guess the speculation now. Well, I think they've been saying it. So I think I forget who it was. I think it might have been on Fat Man on. Fatman on Batman or somebody else, some other podcast, but they're basically saying that um, there was two theories. One is that it's just a, it's a nightmare sequence that Batman has. Like, what if I don't check this guy and, you know, um, he goes all crazy, you know, dictator on us and he takes over and this is what he's seeing. So that's like Ben Affleck, you know, uh, Batfleck having a nightmare. But then you see the parademons and it's like, why would Ben Affleck be having a nightmare with parademons in it? So that right. kind of threw it off. Mm. So now people are thinking that, this is uh, Wonder Woman's nightmare, or it's Wonder Woman's premonition, and this is what she believes would happen if Batman and Superman don't kind of squash their beef and right. keep fighting, and it kind of opens up the possibility that Darkseid's going to come down and you know overthrow everybody. So you know, which could possibly be a, a great setup for Justice League in any way. Yeah, and and also provides a reason for seeing Wonder Woman show up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, she, she decided to intervene after after having this vision. I'm looking for what other stills. Uh, well, let me just check it. Uh, there's that one of the Batmobile that looks like it's uh, oh flying shit. concrete or something all around it. Mm. There's one where Alfred's working on the tech cow. Yeah. Mm. You know now it makes sense. I I don't know if well I, before you know when we saw the tech cow for the first time at at Comic Con when they had it on display. 
everyone's like, what the, like, what is that for? Like, why, you know, when does he use that? What would that be used for? And like, I, I just realized like an easy explanation is probably what he wears under the armored helmet. And uh, yeah. there's like these lenses that light up in the tech cowl, which I mean, the armored helmet has, has his eyes, his eyes are lit up. So uh, it's probably something that he has on him underneath the armored helmet that kind of controls the suit or, you know, lights up his, his eyes like that. It, I didn't think of that before. It just because the way they had it on display, it looked like it was his own cowl. Mm. Yeah, uh, it makes a lot of sense because then the 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 helmet of the of the armored suit could be just a helmet. Right. You know, it just, mm. just goes over top of that. I'm looking very forward to all of that because they're even coming out with a tech cowl manual. So it's going to be really in-depth with a lot of uh, functions and schematics and blueprints and everything of this whole. Like we, me and Grandpa Batman seen the thing at uh, New York Comic-Con. It's fucking mind-blowing, man. It's like exoskeleton shit. Like so well thought out, you know. So that you know, they really went to town with this stuff. Wayne, The whole Wayne Tech thing between that, um, this Batmobile, which we still have yet to see what it's really going to do. And, uh, and the Batwing is what I'm really looking forward to. And to see how it, uh, the Batmobile attaches to the Batwing. Is that what's going on in this? Do we have I don't, that? well, originally that was kind of like, because the Batwing and the Batmobile have like similar fins on the back of it. Right. Um, but judging on what it looks like as far as like, you know, uh, collectibles and toys and Lego sets that are coming out. It actually looks like they might be two separate, separate pieces, pieces of yeah. tech. Yeah, yeah. After after all, but you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to, and I I, I kind of hope I, I'm open to it, and I'm willing. It's like that. Um, I kind of have seen enough. I mean, I don't need it, and I don't know how other people feel, but I don't need to know where all this tech comes from. I don't need to know how he creates it or how he makes it. I just want to see it, and I want to see him use it. And that's something that I think. Um, you know, in the Nolan verse, obviously he wanted to make it really grounded and realistic. So he wanted to explain how all this shit works. And realistically, like this tech would work because, you know, I'm showing you how it is created and where it comes from. Who was um, it? Um, or was it actually Snyder, um, Snyder, Zack Snyder, who said that uh, he was talking about the Nolan verse and how it was just pretty much them applying black paint and all this bad stuff to oh, yeah. mil modern military you know, yeah, he's saying that thing. the Batmobile in the Nolan versus uh, it's just a re, um, a recycled military vehicle. Whereas he yeah. wants, he wants his Batman tech to be purpose built specifically for crime fighting, not right. like it's, not 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 like it's been like a rehashed thing. So he that's what I, I I really like how many things, how many of Zack Snyder's opinions that I agree with. <laughs> so I, actually, that said... was one of the things I didn't like about the Nolan movies is I didn't like the idea that so much of his tech was just stuff that was designed by Wayne's uh, Wayne like tech uh, R&D and just sat there collecting dust until it was decided, oh, well, this is good enough for Batman. Yeah, that, that's one thing that's like a loophole that um, that was always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, and they kind of address it in Dark Knight Rises with that um, with the one guy who eventually tries to blackmail him. But I'm thinking like, well, they got this military vehicle that's obviously built by by Wayne Industries, like running around. He's got all this tech. At some point, isn't someone who works there going to be like, "I fucking worked on that," or the dudes that are building the bat, or the guys that worked on the bat? And they show it at the end of the Dark Knight Rises, where those two scientists or those two engineers are working on the bat. And it's like, at one point, didn't those guys make the connection? It's like, wait a minute, the the shit that Batman's using to fight crime with, 
we built that for Bruce Wayne. Hmm. But they never kind of, I mean, it's, you know, it's not like you want to, I've never been in, in, I've never come at a movie like having a million questions. I just, I'm there to be entertained. And if you can entertain me, I don't need to ask any fucking questions. If you're doing a good job of it, like Bravo. But yeah, there, there were a couple things that the Nolan verse, I think, uh, left a couple questions open ended and didn't really allow. And that's the thing. That's why I kind of like, that's why I'm saying like, I don't need to know. I don't need to, I don't need you to show me. I don't need you to hold my hand. Like in, um, well, the only um, reason this was brought up is because we have an image of Alfred working on the tech house. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, I think it's just him just kind of like working on it. It's not like tinkering with it. Like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, that'd be cool if they show you how the, I mean, because we've never seen it before. We've never seen an armored suit um, like that in a film, obviously. So that would be cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing how he builds that shit. But as far as like the Batmobile, the Batwing, um, that's what I loved about the Burton, the Burton, the Burton, the Burton verse so much is that he just shows you. Like, here's a fucking bat boat. Here's a bat wing. Here's this. Here's that. I'm not going to show you how I built it. I'm just going to show this shit working, like, in action. Yeah. And you, you, it allows your imagination to kind of run wild, Dude, you know? like, the first time we see the bat wing in the 1989 film, it's like, you just see him gliding in the air, and then he, like, steers a little to the left, and it, like, leans to the left in the clouds, and it's like, da 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 And, like, the whole fucking theater's like, oh! Yeah, dude, it's just like it, you it, you know you're watching that movie as a kid and you think that how much better can this movie get, motherfucker? I'm gonna put Batman in the sky, yeah, and I'm gonna have his him. I'm gonna show you flying around. You know, it's just and fly like, up to the to align with the moon to make a bat signal, man. That's oh, fucking dude. crazy. So I mean, that's I think I think to be honest, I think I I think that Snyder is kind of going a little bit in that direction where he's not going to take as much time to explain to you where all this shit comes from because he doesn't have Batman, time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He and have and time. it also helps that if, when you're doing a movie where Batman has been Batman for a long time, you don't have to explain where the stuff came from because he's had it for years. Yeah. Whereas in the Nolan movies, they were showing where he got it because at the beginning of the movie, he didn't have it. Brings up another kind of topic or question or issue. And, um, the thing that I think a lot of people have, and I've heard it, I've seen it since the beginning, you know, as they're interviewing or as they're releasing more information of, um, you know, Wonder Woman's in it, Superman's in it. Now, the you know, that Aquaman, Flash, all these guys are making cameos. People are like, oh, they're putting too much stuff in it. They're, they're overloading the movie. And then um, the, the thing that's been there since the beginning is, oh, they're just trying to catch up to the Marvel films. They're just trying to play catch up. And I actually made a point the other night. And um, I know a person said that. They're like... You know, I'm really nervous about Batman vs Superman because I feel like it's just DC attempting to catch up to Marvel, and it's like, you know what? I never understood that concept because no, they're not playing catch up. Marvel had to create origin films for Thor, for Iron Man, for Hulk, for all these characters because unless they were reading comics, people don't know who the fuck these people these characters are, and they don't have any investment in them. So of course, if you're trying to make a team movie. You're going to have to get people interested in it by doing origin stories prior to the big team movie. Batman vs. Superman, you can't tell me there's somebody in the Western culture that doesn't know who Batman, doesn't know who Superman, doesn't know who Wonder Woman are. Mm-hmm. Like, we've we've yeah. known those characters for all our lives. We don't need origin stories anymore. 76 years, man. Yeah, we don't we don't fucking need to know this back... There's we've, we've had it. We've already had the backstory. You know, you ask anybody, who's Superman? He's an alien that came down and he's powered by the sun. Any fucking kid can tell you that. And so because of that, it's like they're not playing catch up, man. They're just giving you what you already know plus a little something extra. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's exactly what I want. I don't want to 
you know, like I don't want to be 40 years old and finally starting to get the team movie that that I've been waiting for for 10 years because they've been doing all these origins for the past 10 years, you know? Mm. Like, give me that shit now. Well, don't forget the Cyborg movie with y'all West funded shit. Uh, cyborg shit. Cyborg movie. Cyborg should be, you know what? Uh, the Cyborg <laughs> movie should take a cue from the Hulk movies where I don't know why the Hulk movies never took off. I fucking like the Hulk a lot and I would have seen, I like, you know, not the first one, but the Edward Norton one I liked, but they don't need to do an Archer movie for Cyborg. Just fucking put him in everybody else's movie. Mm. <laughs> Pretty. You much. know what I mean? Mm. Make him like a make him a supporting character. Mm. He's a computer. What um, what are your thoughts on the uh, morgue image or the mausoleum image in the Empire with a uh, Bruce Wayne in it? And uh, you know, we were all making fun of the fact that he was holding cheap dead flowers, but I'm starting to realize it looks like he was a. Uh, replacing those flowers with new ones yeah yeah, yeah. he was re- i i figure he was removing the old flowers yeah people from, going from nuts his last all those visit. uh wayne scriptures on the uh the compartments for the bodies weren't they part of the tombs yeah all, all of the other names that were listed there and somehow many people were thinking the, the one name that you could just see an a and an n mm. of the first name People, a lot of people were jumping right to assuming it was Damian Wayne. Right. And, but yeah. if you looked at the year, you know, Damian Wayne didn't die in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Who's the next one over? Um, is that Alfred or Bruce Wayne on top of the Batmobile? That's, that's Snyder. That's Snyder? Yeah, it's yeah. Snyder. Yeah. He's all into this shit, isn't he? He loves it, dude. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he loves it, yeah. You know what? I'll have to admit, I'm calling this Batmobile the Bat. It's the Bat Roadster. It feels like a roadster to me, doesn't it? The way it's shaped. Hot rod. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Because, you know, 89, that was the Batmobile. And, like, the Tumbler, that's like a Bat tank. And this one, it's like the Bat Roadster, the hot rod, you know, just fucking zipping around town with guns and shit. We've been spoiled with this Batmobile because. Every other movie Batmobile, we've had to wait until the movie came out to see any real good looks at it. Right. Whereas with this one, we you can see every possible angle of it by playing Arkham Knight. <laughs> uh, it was one of those DLC ones, and you can see every inch of that car. You you can't say that about uh, any of the other Batman movies. Like you've already experienced every possible aspect of it. Before the movie even comes out, months before the movie comes out, Robo posted an image of um on the Bat Force today of uh, a still of it like it looks like it's crashing through a a mailbox or something. I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck it's doing, but uh, it's like that scene in Dazed and Confused where they drive around smashing mailboxes. <laughs> hey, Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's Ben Affleck doing it. He was in Dazed and Confused, and now he's uh, now he's smashing mailboxes in Dawn of Justice. <laughs> People of Gotham, this is Obi-Wan Canary here. The Trunkler. Keep that shit locked on Bat Force Radio. Cool. Oh, we haven't even talked about the Mezco. Alright, so today Mezco Toys revealed its... its one twelfth uh, scale. one twelfth, which uh, comprises of uh, Armored Batman, Regular Batman, Cal, and Superman, right? Yes, and they still have not clarified if... They're going to sell that Superman-Batman as a combo to start, or if they're going to do it individual. I'm assuming 
eventually they'll sell them individually. But that that first uh, the first image is both Batman and Superman together. Uh, and if you guys, if people listening are not familiar with Mezco and their one twelfth line, holy shit! Like go Google search. Yeah, it's it's the best. I mean, and I've heard people talk about it, like not just Batman fans, but uh, like like you know um, action figure dudes, like. Uh, people have seen like, oh, what are, what are my favorite uh, figures of the last year? And almost everybody at some point mentions, if not gives them like a top spot, but mentions the Mezco Dark Knight Return Batman line because it's just so fucking good. And we've saw we saw pictures of them um, from San Diego Comic Con 2014 was when we first saw it, right? Mm, yeah, that's when they kind of first had them on display. So almost two years ago is when we first saw them. And ever since then, man, we've been licking our chops. And uh, uh, our good buddy, Mike, who used to work for Mezco, uh, you guys caught him at New York Comic Con. He dropped some big hints about yeah. uh, some Donna, some possible Donna Justice figures coming out. And he was not bullshitting at all. All right. This is Grandpa Batman. We're here with Bat Force Radio, and we are talking to Mezco Mike creative art director for Mezco Toys, creator of my favorite Batman Dark Knight Returns figure, and in my eyes, the best Batman action figure ever made. So what I want to talk to Mike about is, one, their decision about choosing Dark Knight Returns to basically start their 112 collective um, line of action figures, go through the artwork and then the creation process and, um, you know, really get into the nitty-gritty behind the Dark Knight Returns action line figure and what else they have in store for the future for later 2015 and also 2016. So here we are with Mike. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Um, pretty much, basically, uh, we wanted to jump off the 112 Collective line with uh, one of our favorite characters, of course, is Batman and the... Uh, probably the quintessential Batman would have been The Dark Knight Returns. It's a, probably one of our favorites, uh, if not the favorite, and uh, Mez is probably the biggest Dark Knight fan I've ever encountered, so it was really his creativity and his um, uh, desire to create, you know, the perfect Batman figure, so um, that that was pretty much our uh, basic thinking, and then we wanted it to take it a notch further and sort of take what uh you know the high-end collectibles are like the 12-inch format that you've seen and you know the cloth format and sort of just shrink it down into six inch which is it's sort of never been done before um and still make it you know affordable for the fans and very collector friendly and pretty much knock off the wish list for everyone that is an action figure collector you know articulation great skulls great deco um and the fabrication has to be on point so it was a really long process just to get that one figure um but in the end, I think everyone's really happy. You know, it sold out everywhere. And every version that we've done, uh, people just keep asking for more. So it's been, you know, a great ride so far. And you're right. It has sold out <laughs> everywhere. I mean, you can check the secondary market on eBay, and the, the prices are ridiculous. And um, I know you guys get asked a, ton, a lot of questions about, will you guys be making more? And unfortunately, I don't think you do, but... Or will, but what else do you guys have in the Dark Knight Returns line coming up for later 2015 and 2016? Uh, well, 
At San Diego, we had the Mutant Leader 2-pack, which was the debut of the Mutant Leader, um, and that came together with a Battle Damage Batman and uh, with a Junkyard base, um, which is also a huge success. Um, the Mutant Leader will most likely pre-order later this year and be released next year. Um, he'll come with some additional accessories, alternate heads and faces and stuff. Um, beyond that, there's, there's actually a lot more in development um, besides the Dark Knight, but it's also in there. Uh, I can't really go into details, but there's going to be a lot more, pretty much a lot more DC characters coming down, coming down the road, so it's going to be really good. Oh boy! Ooh, Mesco Mike coming through. <laughs> All right, well that was Mesco Mike with Mesco Toys talking about the 112 Collective Dark Knight series. And everyone needs to follow Mezco Toys at Mezco Toys. It's M-E-Z-K-O, or excuse me, I'm sorry. M-E-Z-C-O-T-O-Y-Z. Mezco Toys. That is on Instagram and Twitter. Also, Mike is at 800 Pound Productions. Yep, 800LB Productions on Instagram. 800LB Productions on Instagram. <laughs> All right. And if, um, if Obi-Wan Canary's listening... Don't bother him again for any more stuff. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> These things, like we were talking a little bit earlier, are going to give the Hot Toys and their market a run for its money. Because, as you guys might or might not know, Hot Toys started around 300 bucks per figure. And uh, hopefully, in keeping with the last line, the Mezco figures are about $75 each. And these things look fucking sweet. When when I talked to the guys uh, at San Diego this past summer, um, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I was asking. I was like, "So are you guys gonna do Batman Superman figures?" And they kind of smiled and they wouldn't say anything. Um, and when, when I was talking about the Dark Knight Returns figures, I was like, "Man, like you guys make it so easy to pass up any of the twelve inch figures, any of the sideshow pieces, because it's so much more affordable." And that's what they said. It's like that's our whole point is we want to make affordable high quality figures for people who can't afford a $300 fucking figure you know yeah i mean so yeah, that's the thing i mean hot toys is expensive you know it's, you're gonna get it as movie accurate as possible with True. hot toys for six yeah. scale they they dominate the movie market <laughs> yeah yeah but, sideshow and 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 hot toys you can't i mean you can't compete with them but as far as like you know but when you I factor think in if, the money yeah um, mesco is gonna dominate that bracket because and the space i mean like Hot Toys, people buy Hot Toys only if they are not only really into the character, but are probably already into collecting as it is. True. And there's a lot of people out there that buy like almost every fucking Hot Toy yeah. as well. There's a big six scale so, market out there. So there there are people I think out there right now that once they once they've announced these figures, they're like, Oh fuck, I don't need to get a hot toy now. I just wanted a Ben Affleck Batman or I just wanted a Henry Cavill Superman. I, and I don't give a shit what scale it's in and you're telling me it's a six inch, so it's gonna take up even less space, and you know I can. It's 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 much easier to handle. You don't have to worry about you know, it's not three hundred dollars. You're not gonna fucking tear anything off of it. And from the looks of it, from the images that got released, um, it looks pretty sweet, man. I, to be honest with you, the the, I, the Superman figure, I don't know if I'm sold on it yet, just because number one, it's Superman, but the suit on that looks kind of a little. It doesn't look as accurate, but the Affleck one, man. Damn it, the 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 armored one, Jesus Christ, just looks amazing. Robin, are you are you uh, gonna pull the trigger on both of those? Absolutely.
Oh, yeah, there you go. shit. There he it is. said he's going to pour that Canadian. As, as, as soon as I saw them, it was done. It's this thing. It's so, Robin, you're uh, the, not. Those, those, those Dark Knight Returns ones uh, were my favorite thing to come out last year. And you're so, not a, you're yeah, not a but, Hot Toys sideshow guy. So you're no. exactly you're exactly the market they're targeting. Oh, you, you can yeah, curve. Yeah. They, they wanted to curve to that market. And there you go. Suck them in over <laughs> there, boy. That 12th scale um, armored Batman by Mexico is going to be a real Huge, beauty, dude. man. I don't think uh, Obi-Wan Canary is going to be selling that on eBay the first month. Maybe the Shit, third month, man. but not the first month, boy. I can't believe unless, well, the, unless uh, the arm breaks off. <laughs> you know, I can't hate because I think he's probably doing all that just for the trip. He's saving up money. To make it across the well, he's doing it for spending money for across the pond, and uh, yeah, I think what he's doing is he's he's good he's, people of Gotham, good people of Gotham. You got to drop that one in there. By the way, I got my wife saying that now. Good people of Gotham. No joke. We got people saying all kinds of shit, man. Bad boys. Uh, the trunkler, man. The trunkler just possesses you in a way. Hey, being a topic of merch, um, Hot Toys also also announced their uh, armored Batman figure today up for pre-order. Um, I have the image up right Wait, here. Wait, what? That was yeah. is it already up for pre-order? Yeah, it's a Hot Toys. Yep. Shit. Yeah, it's same day. And uh, all right, first of all, it's a prototype. It's always prototypes in the initial figure. It still looks amaz- absolutely amazing. But this is gonna be the Hot Toys armored Batman figure is gonna be the one that everyone's gonna fucking the six scale guys. Everyone's going to get it. People don't even know who the fuck Batman is are going to grab it. But for you Hot Toys guys out there, whoever collects this shit, um, it doesn't come with the bat signal that we were hoping that would be a box set with the armored Batman and the bat signal. But it doesn't look like it's going to be the case with this one. And I've been hearing a lot of rumors that the bat signal might be a standalone piece, a separate piece, or it might come with Nightmare Batman. So fuck. We're still waiting to see what the fuck with. I think it's it's weird. It's pretty early for them to to announce this next pre-order after the initial one. But everyone has to get their pre-orders in now for DOJ because the fucking the hype is real. So yeah, um, you know, they, I was also noticing that just by look. I think just because you know social media is blowing up, more people are on Twitter, more people are on Facebook, more people are on Instagram, that people are sharing just what they're picking up more. And I think collecting is becoming bigger. People are picking up pieces they probably would have never uh, done before because they just know about it now. There's more accessibility to the information on it. Right. So yeah. I think that this Donna Justice, everything Donna Justice is going to be bigger than anything that's come before it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think that Sideshow is going to tweak their numbers too much. So it's going to be a high demand and uh, not as much more supply than a normal probably you know, sideshow or hot toys piece. So if you guys want that shit, you better get it now before it skyrockets in price. Cause I'm, I'm feeling like the armored Batman and possibly even the regular, uh, Ben Affleck Batman, it's going to sit probably, you know, they go for 300 to start, but I bet you like by the time that they sell out, it's probably going to sit the armored one, maybe like close to four to 500, mm. you know, just fucking ridiculous price. And I'm, I don't think people are going to buy it. They're just, if you want one, you're going to have to be willing to pay for that like that for a while before it drops back down again. Because think about it, um, a, a Christian Bale, Batman Begins, like the second version of it from the, the beginning of The Dark Knight, that thing goes for like 400 450 right now if you want that figure because they're they're gone. You, you mean the second movie? 
Yeah, so there's there's and a couple goes, of different. That goes for like six hundred. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. So there's a couple of different versions of them, but any of the Batman Begins suits of Christian Bale are like the hardest ones to get. Yeah, and it's just nuts like that. It's a it's a hot toy that goes for that much. So, you know, expect that not too many people were collecting. He was hot like the toys first one. I think he was the first Batman Hot Toys did. Yeah, and and yeah. and not too many people were collecting him when he came out. So it's just people who knew about it got him. Right. And at this point, everyone knows about it now. And so imagine they're making the Ben Affleck that everybody knows about and everybody wants. Mm. Imagine when he sells out, what he's gonna go for. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, Batman Returns Hot Toys real quick I know Tom um, you said it got pushed back to March uh, the last email I got was that they weren't going to ship it until they said like final payment notice March right. so I think um, I don't know what happened I don't know they didn't explain anything they haven't said anything it just said um, you will not be charged until at the earliest uh, March so I know that you know across the way in China and they already got theirs, and you know, dudes are already displaying it, taking pictures of it. So people are like just foaming at the mouth for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, my uh, the shop said that uh, the regular one, just the just the bat suit, um, is coming in very soon. I think it might have mm. shipped already. You so know, that's it's a real quite, tease because yeah. they the said that. The two pack is what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like shops are, I, I think Sideshow shipped out the regular, the just the suit to a lot of retailers recently. I think it's in transit. But we're going to probably have to wait another month for the deluxe set, which comes with the suit and Bruce Wayne and the tuck. So uh, yeah. that's a big fucking tease. And it's looking great, man. So. It looks amazing, dude. The 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 pictures I've seen online, mm. um, it's, it's kind of upsetting that they the quality of it is just so much more. I, I guess it's kind of like just how, you know, the 89 suit, even if you take images of the 89 suit and you put it up against the Batman Returns suit. Uh, from the films, like stills from the films, mm -hmm. uh, you obviously see like the up in quality, and like you know they use better, they use better like, um, just better everything. They use better, you know, just just rubber. They use better cloth for the no cape smudges, and stuff. Boy, no yeah, smudges. so the that and it looks like that when you put the two. I've seen pictures of dudes putting the two hot toys up together, and uh, it's just like, damn, dude, it's like night and day. It's just like they really took their time on this one. But there's a smoothness to the. Batman Returns cow that's just like it's sleek it's yeah, like very like you're not gonna get a smudge on that motherfucker. but uh yeah, it's the one to have and the deluxe ways I mean if you could if you could shell out the extra like $119 it's more worth to get the deluxe set because you get the broken cow you get a whole other figure with Bruce and the tux and uh you just you get a hell of a lot more for like a third of the price so oh hey so I, I went on to sideshow to check it out so they actually updated it. So this item is expected to ship February, March 2016. So, so March probably. Possibly even possibly it says yeah, so possibly even next month as early as next month. So maybe not as long as I thought, but yeah, March 5th is when my okay, well, man, March 5th is when my next payment will go in. So it's kind of weird. A big week for merch and the merch just keeps rolling in, man. I fucking it's going to be a shitload of merch. Want to ask you guys, all right, real quick. All right, I know we're not gonna do star. I mean, we're not gonna do Star Wars numbers. That's just that would be just weird. No, to be honest, nobody with you. will ever do Star Wars numbers. But let me ask you this: Will we compete in, in on that scale of popularity globally? We will compete. I'll say with as popular as the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises was. Those are massive, though. Yeah, those numbers. are big numbers. But I think that this has a potential to be. 
Because here's the thing, like even even I think the Dark Knight Rises, everyone wanted to see how Nolan was going to end it, right? So that beat the Dark Knight. This is going to be everyone wants to see what the fuck could what what could you possibly do next after that? So I think people are going to come in droves for that. And also, you're bringing in a new population which are are Superman fans. And also, you're bringing in Wonder Woman people who are uh, Wonder Woman curious, if you would. Mm. And so I <laughs> think that they're kind of they're they're kind of bringing in two different um, sections of fans that they might not have gotten the last time around. Wonder Woman's massive because it's bringing in the girls. Yeah, that's is, you know? that's a big deal, and it I really think is. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, even girls like Batman. I, there's there's girls out there who love Batman, and. Yeah. Um, they still identify with Batman. They still, but this is something that they're. It's it's for them. You know what right. I mean? It's something now that they can have and call their own. And I think that's big. Like little girls can go see. Well, I don't know if it's appropriate, but you know, a little girl could go see this movie and find a character to fall in love with who isn't a man. You know? I think we're gonna compete on the level of popularity with it globally. I really do because everybody knows. Su- put it this way: Superman's been around longer than Star Wars. Everyone who knows who Superman is as well. Just under two months, right? How crazy <laughs> is it going to be in one month from now? It'll be probably two weeks for me because I get to go see it in a week early. I'm also going to try to win tickets on the radio because I won, I won Dark Knight Rises tickets off the radio to go see it on the Wednesday instead of the Thursday. Nice. I got to go see it at a private screening at a radio station showing, which was awesome. Man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Man, so. So figure March, we have a lot of shit going on. We have March, we have, let's just get into media in general. So March, uh, Walking Dead comes back, right? Gotham comes back. Um, Daredevil Gotham doesn't come back, back till March? I think so, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big Game break. of Thrones too, I think, right? Uh, when is that coming back? I think April. Yeah, around the I same time. I think back in April, yeah. Uh, so a lot of so, shit coming out. So you said, so, but in that time frame like in march you have walking dead you have gotham you have the daredevil series back on netflix then you have dawn of justice that's gonna be a nice month <laughs> and yeah. uh hopefully we'll finally get another dark knight 3 issue <laughs> whatever they jesus decide. christ oh Eventually. oh here we go are we back Definitely. marvel's gonna do about three more reboots before we get the next issue of dark knight 3 Hey, speculation on this whole rebirth thing with uh, DC. What do you guys think it is? I, uh, I I don't. I talked to the guys at the shop, and they think that they're going back to number ones. Also, really, that's what I heard. Uh, I've heard that uh, uh, there's expectation that not everything is going to re restart, but they're going to start a, a lot of new titles. And some of the speculation is that characters who are less popular are going to get their titles dropped in favor of new titles for characters who are popular right now. You that, know that's really what I mean. popular right now is uh, Poison Ivy. That number one is really taking off. More partial to the uh, Uma Thurman Poison Ivy myself, so if it's not that, I really am not interested in it personally. Um, you know, if well, the whole thing about the rebirth speculation is, uh, are they really going to do another Batman number one and then eventually another... Detective Comics 27. It's going to get really cheesy at this point, isn't it? Like, I mean, I don't know. It's, I think to it'll make it easy to, to drop certain books. You know, I think that, or, you know, maybe, I don't know. Like, um, I'm not going to drop Batman. I'm not going to drop Detective. I don't give a shit if they start the numbering process over again. I'm still going to read it. Mm. As long as they well, don't. There's some fuck. interesting things happening. Because huh? uh, 
uh, the word is that Batman is going to be bi-monthly mm. and no longer written by Snyder after because Snyder's moving back to detective. Bi-monthly, you said two weeks? Yeah, every yeah. two weeks, which, I mean, I'm not, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> long as it's if, good. If it's well-written, you know, yeah. we don't know who's going to be <laughs> writing it yet. So, you know, maybe they've got something up their sleeve. Oh, man. I, I can't, you know, there's been so much theories and speculation, even with, like, trunks and all these guys and you just you just gotta wait to see you'd have to happen, think man you know you'd have to think that they would not completely pull the rug the rug out from under that title because it's been so it's been such a such a popular title. even even the the last arcs that aren't really that good i mean they've still been selling and so i would have to imagine that they're gonna put somebody big or somebody good on the title to make sure that they keep the sales up, because basically they're they're smart. They're being they're 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 businessmen. They're like, okay, we got this title. Everyone's buying it. Let's move Snyder, whoever is going to follow him to whatever title we put him on. We'll get those numbers up, but then let's make sure that we keep the Batman numbers up too. So who are we going to put on it? You know. So I, I I don't think it'll be like a no name. I don't think it'll be someone whose book hasn't been doing well. Like aside from Snyder, who else is is selling really well right now? As far as writers or artists. John's, 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 um, with the, with the just, I don't, I don't know if John's loves sticking with his artists though. So I don't think like if he moves, he might, you know, he might do double duty. He might stay on justice league, um, and write a Batman book because he's got so many stories left for justice league. Um, but who knows, man, maybe they'll just put like a, you know, a badass artist on that title and they'll put somebody recognizable, somebody good, somebody like. You know, it might just be an artist, a known artist for a while, and then they'll kind of cycle through the different writers. But I'm not too worried about it. I think I'm I'm ready for a change in Batman. The la- you know, the last time that you saw all these rogues in Gotham at the same time was, I think, like Forever Evil. Yeah, Forever Evil, and like the the spinoff titles of Forever Evil, like Forever Evil, like uh, Arkham War. Arkham War. Yeah. yeah. That's the last time you saw all these villains together at the same time. And I'm not saying, like, as teams. I'm just saying, like, we haven't gotten, like, the rogues, like, heavy in Gotham for a while, you know? Yeah, that's why um, they need to bring Harley back to Gotham. Hey, what'd you guys think of that um, fucking commission Norm Brayfuego fucking ventriloquist drawing, man? Awesome. That's looking good. Shit, man, six hundred bucks, man. That that that's a taste test right there. I mean, media, merch, and comics. That about sums it up, man. Closing thoughts from the boys. You want to send a shout out to the Trunkler? Uh, special oh. thanks. Special thanks to Robo Rich. Um, I, I think I, I didn't. You know, Robo Rich just wants to thank everybody for all the support. Um, both with the did podcast. You, did you and see with the those Instagram stills page. from the Book of Eli? You guys ever watch that movie? Yeah. yeah. Dude, if you watch it, that guy looks exactly like Rich. Oh, is that what that's from? I yeah. thought it was and, from something else. And, and he acts turn, like him too. And in turn, it looks like Nightmare Batman. It's true. So maybe. Robo, it looks like Nightmare Robo Rich. So our theory is yeah. fucked. It wasn't Jason Todd. It was Robo Rich. The whole time. The right under our noses. Um, special shout out to the Trunkler. May may he may he find peace in telling us to switch our recording schedule around and never joining us for it. Um, may he find good fortune in finishing his project, whatever the fuck that means. So many goddamn toys, mother. Whether it means like a new a new chamber in his torture dungeon, 
Um, whether it means putting a new cooler in his trunk. To, I hope he finds what he's looking for. <laughs> the, the good old D-Disher. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Curve, you can pull the plug and throw the grenade, boy.